This is really my better side art. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> you're Anna, and I know it. And and I just want to let you know that this I'm is my better camera. angle. This is my better angle. So stop it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And Jonathan. And today we have a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah? Super exciting things. So it is our 20th episode. And yesterday was your birthday. Yes, but I didn't want to lead with that because that would have been a little... <laughs> but yes, yesterday was my birthday. Um, I'm old. I'm, I'm old. Third. Well, let's not, a lady never says her age. <laughs> but uh, <You're> like, bleep. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of exciting things with our twentieth episode. Okay. My birth week. Birth week. My birth week. I have had the twins sing me happy birthday probably twenty times, always with cameras. And in the background there, we're also filming Oren. Uh, the sharing the rough director is here doing a little filming of the Parlay crew this week. So, hi, Orn. Hi. <laughs> hi, guys. I'm not supposed to look at the camera. But he really is camera. getting the wrong angle. <laughs> and Brecken doesn't... Come and get my better side. Brecken doesn't, doesn't tell anyone how to do their job. No. I know. He's telling me to just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about this week? Uh, Grossular Garnet. Grossular Garnet. Garnet's funny. Garnet is a gemstone that is huge right there's right. so many different garnets right why why didn't they just make them different gemstones well because i think they have the same crystal structure they do and that's the key <laughs> did so you, you lead me in i led you <laughs> but you know you know your stuff feed me a carrot and that makes me so happy okay <laughs> so so they're all interconnected by their crystal structure. Yeah, they all have essentially the same crystal structure. And so we've previously talked about aluminum garnets. Mm -hmm. So lotus garnet is in the aluminum garnet fan, family, mm -hmm. fan. It's fan. a fan of aluminum. Fan damly. It's a fan damly. And so this time we are going to talk about calcium garnets, but they're also aluminum. They're calcium aluminum garnets. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. Super exciting. Yes, calcium aluminum garnets, and so they are called grossular garnets. Yes. And in that grossular garnet group, there is grossulite, which is savorite or mint garnet. Right. And hessonite. Hessonite. Yeah, so we'll start. So there are more than 20 garnet species. Are there really? Uh huh, but only five are commercially important. Okay. And that is pyrope, almondine, spessartine. Andradite and crossulite, which is what we're talking about today. So you know. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Samurai. Let's start with the pretty green one first. The pretty green one. Yeah. Discovered in 1967. By British gem prospector and geologist Campbell R. Bridges. Uh, it. So here's the cool story. He was out. Uh, Campbell Bridges was out prospecting for Tiffany's 
1967, he was in Tanzania. Walking around, he wasn't having any success, and so he was going to move on to a different location. And then, out of nowhere, he gets charged by a buffalo. Those things are nasty. Yeah, they're mean. They're mean. Mean. And so what did he do? He dove into, into a dry gully to protect himself from this animal. Okay. And what does he see in the dry gully? Green stones. Green stones. Savrite. Bam! Shining brightly in that hot African sun. So then he goes and he tries to get the rights to export the material, the permits to export the material from Tanzania where he discovered the stones. And they're like, no go. We're not going to let you export these gemstones. So he follows um, the line across the border into Kenya. Right. And in 1971, discovers the same mineral in Kenya. And it is then named Savarite. Because it's right outside of Savo National Park in Kenya. In Kenya. Right. And that is where we get our Savarite. Right. I mean, it does come from... Tanzania, Tanzania and, from, and from, Kenya. from Kenya. But in the beginning, Tanzania did not give him the right to export the gemstone. But he's not actually the one that named it. No. It was Tiffany's named by name. Tiffany's mm-hmm. by Sir Henry Platt in honor of Savo East National Park. Yes. And Tiffany's began marketing it in 1974. So what makes Savarite so special? I think it's the color. The color and the rarity. The fact that it's only found really in three places in Kenya, mm-hmm. Tanzania, mm-hmm. and Madagascar. Yeah, and all the same kind of geological area with right. all the same geological right. formations. Part of that Mozambique belt. Mm-hmm. And so it, the color is a really bright, vibrant green. And right. so it's often a good supplement or replacement to emerald. Yeah, it's I, cleaner, it's brighter. Yeah, I actually sparkles find more. it a prettier gemstone than yeah. emerald. Yeah. It it has a higher refractive index, which means you get more light return and sparkle to your eye. Right. And it's not as included as emerald. Right. Tends so to be tends to be clean, but you also don't get as big of crystal sizes generally. Yeah, so actually there was a report done that 85% of all of savorite rough yield stones that are smaller than 1 carat. 85% and less than 1% of the remainder produce stones over 3 carats. And one-tenth of 1% produces stones over 10 carats. Wow. Yeah, so it so it is extremely rare to see it in large sizes. Right. And that's why Savarite can command such a high price tag in those, in those large sizes, because it is extremely rare. Yeah. I mean, last year we saw... How big was that stone? A 50 carat? Yeah, there was a 50 carat. The largest that I've heard of was a uh, 325 carat stone that was discovered in 2006. And the crystal was 925 carats. And then they cut it down to a 325 carat stone. Wow. Yeah, so most most savorite, it rarely occurs in well-formed crystals. Right. It, it occurs in what they call irregular pods. They're often called potatoes, and they're almost always fractured, which is why you have such low yield and low carat weights on a lot of your gemstones. Right. So the one thing that I 
I find super interesting is like Savorite and Mint Garnet. We'll, we'll start to talk a little bit about Mint Garnet here too because it really is like a, a continuum. Right. Savorite and Mint, they're both colored by either Chromium or Vanadium. But it has to do with saturation. Mm-hmm. So gemstones that are less saturated in color, weak saturation and light toned, we would call mint. mint. Right. And it's when you have the medium saturation, to... vibrant green color, that's when you call it a sabrite. Right. And uh, what I've seen too, though, is most of what we call mint garnet is colored by vanadium. It yeah. fluoresces bright, bright orange, orange, which was what vanadium fluoresces. And a lot of our savorites are colored by chromium, which fluoresces red. Right. But there's also, it's, it's it may but be colored can, by chromium, but it also can have a lot of iron in there. And then you get no, no fluorescence. fluorescence. Yeah. So it's it really is this continuum. And, and basically, the differentiation between savorite and mint garnet is all visual. Yeah. It's all based on the color. Yeah. The hue, the tone, the saturation. And that's where you draw the line. And a lot of people, you know, the line is blurred. Sure, sure. There's there's some things that, you know, one person will call a savorite and one person will call a mint. And neither one is technically right. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. The one thing that... It's all grossular. From our trip to Africa. The one thing that I found super interesting is that grossular garnet is basically a byproduct of mining tanzanite right it's one of their precursor it's a precursor stone so they know they're getting close to to tanzanite tanzanite deposits when they start seeing really clear beautiful grossular garnets right and uh another thing i find interesting is grossular garnets are more expensive per carat really than tanzanite yeah so wouldn't you want to mine for the grossular garnet instead of mining for the mining tanzanite? For the tanzanite? But you find a lot more tanzanite than you find grossular. So I even in the price the, difference, the yield is, yeah, the yield is so much higher in tanzanite that yeah, yeah. But as long as they keep finding mining tanzanite, we're going to keep getting your beautiful green garnet. How about the name of grossular? So it's <laughs> it's derived from the. Botanical name for gooseberry, grossularia, in reference to the green garnet composition that's found in Siberia. Well, so a lot of your grossular garnet crystals have the appearance of a gooseberry, which is a green, hairy-looking berry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, I mean, obviously the crystals aren't hairy-looking, but the... The gooseberries are really weird looking. Yeah, it's a it's Google. a weird looking fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Google it. Mostly in Europe. So, grossular garnet formation and this goes for hessonite, savorite or mint cuz it's all grossular garnet. Right. is formed by contact metamorphism, which is basically where the earth's crust is folded on itself multiple times and that pressure is what causes your gemstones to form. Bam. Bam. There's your grossular. Formation. <laughs> uh, so the other type that we haven't talked about is hessonite, which is I also... I loved, loved hessonite at GIA. Yeah. The cinnamon stone. The cinnamon. And I'm a cinnamon freak. It's that true. That was the one thing 
that you missed in Thailand. That I missed in Thailand. My no in-laws were my hot tamale source. And they would ship me over just like a one-gallon Ziploc bag of hot tamales. Because I couldn't get anything cinnamon over there. Which really surprised me. Yeah. But anyway, side note, the cinnamon stone, Hessenite. Right. Hessenite. It's called which... a cinnamon stone because of color, right. but also because of where it was found, which is Sri Lanka, which produces some of the most amazing cinnamon right. on this planet. But the name <laughs> comes from ancient Greek. Hessenite. The name Hessen. <laughs> meaning inferior. inferior. Yeah. And the reason they call it inferior is because it most... Garnet has a hardness of about seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Hessenite has a hardness of seven. Yes. So it has a lower hardness and a lower density than other garnet species varieties. And, and a lot of that is due to all the inclusions in it. Right. So it it a lot of people say it's just too included for jewelry. Right. It has masses of crystal inclusions. Um, that could be either apatite, diopside, zircon, and all these crystal inclusions tend to give it this super cool effect called heat wave or scotch scotch in in water. water. So heat wave, think of, have you, I grew up in Southern California and I remember on the hot, hot summer days, you could almost see the heat radiating off of the asphalt and it kind of distorted the image behind it right and so that's kind of what it looks like when you're looking into the gemstone and the scotch and water is is always so because it's very similar color to the hessenite but when you have you know a nice glass of scotch and you put an ice cube in there and And the ice cube slowly starts to melt and they start kind of mixing and you get that kind of ripply scotch and water effect so yeah. it's really fun to find and look at under a microscope. That's why I loved it at GIA because every time I would have to identify one, it was like, bam. Bam. You always knew what it was. You always knew what it was because it had that effect. Uh, the color, which is an red. orangey, cinnamony red, is caused by iron and manganese. But it always tends to have a brownish hue to it. So it is not as highly prized as the other orange garnet, Spessartine, which tends to have a pure, cleaner orange color. Probably the most well-known source for hessenite is Sri Lanka, where and it comes India. from. And India. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sri Lanka is also known for zircons, mm-hmm. a lot of naturally colored zircons, which tend to be the same color the reds, the cinnamons, the browns. And so a lot of times it was confused for zircon. Oh, sources. We said that already, Sri Lanka and India. But you can also find it in Kenya and Tanzania along with savorite and mint, along with the other grossular garnets in the Mm. same fold. In the same fold. In the same metamorphic fold. Um, And another good source is Mexico. I guess the market for Groschler garnets, the leader in the Groschler garnet market would be Savorite. Savorite. It's probably the most most desirable and the most well-known. Mint is coming up there, um, and we are selling a lot of mint garnets. But what we look for in a mint garnet is that there's no 
yellow undertone. Right. So we like it to be either green, pure green or a blue, bluish green. Bluish green. Um, and the same goes for savorite. Any savorite that's got a yellowish tone to it tends to be less valuable than um, pure green, the pure green version or a bluish green. Mm-hmm. And as and the market, as far as hessenite goes, it's really not used in jewelry. No. It would it would probably be it. It's considered probably a collector's gemstone mm-hmm. because like savorite and mint, it's found in small sizes, it's included, and the color has a brownish tint to it. So it's not the most desirable. Mm-hmm. There, we'll leave it like that. Nice. nice. I'm not going to call it ugly. Because <laughs> it's not ugly. No. If you loved your scotch... It would be awesome. But the problem is it's not very durable. No. So you can't really put it in a men's ring. Not so much. Maybe a lapel pin. Sure. We could make a lapel pin. Sure. Another Tucson shopping list. Hessenite. So I think that concludes another gemstone. Yeah, this was a quickie. Yeah. Yeah, a quickie little... Little trip down Grashular Lane. Well, you can't do all the garnets at once because then it would be super long. No, we don't want to overwhelm people. I I get overwhelmed by the garnet family. Yeah. So we'll take it one step at a time. Go on this garnet journey. And I don't know what we're going to do next week. So we have a very exciting thing happening this next week, Jonathan. Over the next, what, seven days or so, we have an Opal giveaway going on that we partnered with at Third Coast Gems to do. Right. So to learn more and enter yourself in the competition, uh, you can visit our Instagram page at Parley Gems. And you can also see the piece. It's a beautiful opal pendant. With a harlequin pattern. Harlequin pattern. Lots of red. Beautiful. Fireworks. Everything. So this is just our little thank you to everybody. It's Opal Month, October. Also my birthday. So I'm giving away, we're giving away an opal. Um, next week's Halloween spooktacular special. Okay. That's what we're doing next week. That is what we're doing next week. So next week, a Halloween special based on ominous gem lore. So when your gemstones turn from pretty to evil. I just want to be scared this time of the year. I like it. It's cold outside. So next week we're going to scare people. Let's wrap it up. How boring we are. (laughs) Scare people with how boring we are. All right. And on that note. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to us. This is our 20th episode and I didn't I mean, I didn't know where this thing would go. Yeah. but I didn't know we'd make it to 20. I didn't know we'd make it to 20, but here's to another 20. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can always follow us at Parlay Gems. And uh, ta-ta for now. This is Brecken. And Jonathan. Saying bye-bye. Bye.